BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Your spring is about to get a lot more power with the Home Depot. Get gas-like power from mowing, trimming, and blowing with the Ryobi 18-volt 1 Plus system starting at just $89. Mowing power that can take on a third of an acre with one charge. Trimming power with up to two hours of runtime. And blowing power with 110 miles per hour of clearing force. All on one interchangeable battery. Get cordless gas-like power for the entire lawn with the Ryobi 18-volt 1 Plus system. Only at the Home Depot. How doers get more done. I am Sarah Jane Case, and this is Enneagram and Coffee. Hello, friends. Happy Monday. Welcome back to the podcast. I hope you had a good weekend. (laughs) Mine was good. Yeah, mine was really good. I am recording this from home. I'm really enjoying the season of being in fall, being able to work from home. I'm also balancing that out with time in the co-work when I really need to focus because I don't focus so well at home. But it has been a real treat with the weather and the windows open and being able to work on the porch. But for today, welcome to a coffee chat episode. If you are new here, every Monday we have a little catch-up chat. I talk about what I'm learning right now, some things that are bringing me joy, things that are going on behind the scenes and what to expect in the podcast this week. So if that's of interest to you, stay tuned, grab some coffee, grab some tea, and let's catch up. So I am moving things around a little bit on these coffee chats. Normally I start with three good things, but we're going to start with a lesson first. I think that's a better flow. So here's what I'm learning right now. And honestly, this was actually hard for me to make original because I've been sharing so much reflection lately. I did the October plan with me last week and a YouTube version of that the week before. I've been doing the notes from therapy on Thursdays and I'm kind of wondering like how much can I even learn? Like how do I kind of keep having new reflections and lessons? But I actually did manage to come up with something. It's just a bit more practical than normal, not as esoteric. And it's really just kind of a realization about myself that I think is important to note because of the conversations that we have sometimes about productivity. So I was watching a friend of mine talk about how she manages her schedule based on being a highly sensitive person. And she talked about this kind of in contrast to her husband. She's a type four, he's a type eight. And she was talking about how he kind of shows up like a robot, which is honestly how I've always thought about myself, how I often describe my work habits. But then she started talking about what she does. And I was like, "Mm -hmm." (laughs) this is exactly what I do. And I know I'm a highly sensitive person. I think I have some like sensory stuff or maybe it's just trauma, but I am like a sensitive being. (laughs) I never really think about myself in that way, if that makes sense. I mean, a seven wing eight, I feel very like I can take on a grown man. Like I feel very tough and strong and like capable, um, forceful. I feel like I have a lot of life energy. So 
I don't like to think of myself as sensitive. It's not something that comes very easily to me, but I have kind of have had many, many moments in my life where I've been like, I have a sensitive nervous system, like a very acute (laughs) nervous system. And so hearing her talk about it through the lens of being a highly sensitive person and then basically describing everything that I do, I was like, maybe there's something here. So the way she talked about it is that she assesses her energy at the beginning of the day and considers her daily, how she's showing up that day, like what she has available to her. Is she, this is not the language she used, but like, is she at a 10 or is she at a one? But then she also considers her energy cycles, right? Like what's her typical day of energy look like? What's her menstrual cycle look like? If you have ever been in the Brave Collective, (laughs) you know this is exactly how I teach productivity. Like this is what I tell you to do is to consider your, your cycle if you have a moon cycle, consider your daily rhythms. I might've had you do an inspiration tracker at some point to see when you have high energy, when you're social, when you're creative, I mean, like, this is it. This is what I do. And then she said she changes expectations based on the kind of day she's having. Meaning if she wakes up and she's at a two and she's in her luteal phase, which is kind of like our downslope, and she she's not going to have like a big extroverted day. She's going to kind of go inward. She might lower her productivity, lower her standards. And this is 100% how I approach my to-do list. And I really don't know that I fully realized it until I watched her describe it. And I'm telling you this, and I'm telling you, I've been teaching this forever, (laughs) for years. And I still don't think I fully grasped that I was being this intuitive until I heard her describe it. And then I was like, this is so intuitive. It's so fluid and flexible but I actually think of myself as kind of a like rigid person, which isn't what you would think of with Enneagram seven. But I do think of myself as someone who is consistent, who is hardworking, who, you know, shows up and does the work every day. And at the same time, I am extremely in tune with what I feel what my body's going through, what will work for me that day, what will not work for me that day. If the creative energy is not flowing, I go, okay, what can I work on right now? Because that creative energy isn't here. And I think this is really important to talk about because we talk about productivity a lot. And it feels like a transparency moment where it's like, I just want to be really clear that this is what I do, that I'm not just waking up every day feeling the same and showing up the same. I'm waking up every day, assessing my energy, assessing my task list and making the appropriate adjustments. Do I plan ahead? Absolutely. Do I think you should plan ahead? 100%. Absolutely. But does that mean we cannot make adjustments as we shift and change? No. And I think that that's something I really want to be as honest about as I can, because I don't know that I even really... BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide 
at bp.com slash investing in America. Your spring is about to get a lot more power with the Home Depot. Get gas-like power from mowing, trimming, and blowing with the Ryobi 18-volt 1 Plus system starting at just $89. Mowing power that can take on a third of an acre with one charge. Trimming power with up to two hours of runtime. And blowing power with 110 miles per hour of clearing force. All on one interchangeable battery. Get cordless gas-like power for the entire lawn with the Ryobi 18-volt 1 Plus system. Only at the Home Depot. How doers get more done about myself if that makes sense so thought that was really cool that's what I'm learning this week and let's talk about three good things so the first one is self-trust kind of in the mode of making those decisions it's easier to do that when you trust yourself you know and I think that that's kind of the key to being able to have that level of fluidity is building a solid foundation of self-trust, of listening to your body, of showing up even when it's hard, of showing up when you say you're going to show up so that you can know, yeah, I'm going to follow through. Even if I give myself a break today, I know I'll show up tomorrow because I always do. That, I think, makes that decision much easier. <laughs> Number two, and I realize this is a sponsor, but I am not talking about them because they're sponsoring a podcast. You guys know this, but Copilot is giving me so much life right now. I love it so much. I've had my second meeting with my trainer. We just made like the adjustments. I iterated to her. I'm probably the worst. If you're a personal trainer and you're like, yeah, that's annoying. Don't tell me actually. I don't want to know because I'm going to be annoying. I said, like, I need variety. Like, there's something that just turns off in my brain if I'm doing the same thing over and over and over again. And so I told her, you know, as much variety. Like, I cannot emphasize enough variety is so important to keeping me engaged and motivated and excited to, to do these things. But she was really receptive, and she was like, yeah, let's definitely do it. We set some more goals. We increased the time that I was doing, and then we added like a new movement goal in and all that feels really good. It's like we're progressing in a, in a moderate, but healthy pace and also credit card points, friends. We're gearing up for a trip right now. And we had three hotel rooms booked. Two of those were paid for with points. All of our flights were free. I mean, we had to pay taxes and I made a couple of little upgrades because we're flying Southwest. So I upgraded to like early bird check-in, but like very cool. <laughs> I've been very scared of them. And, you know, I think that's a valid concern, but I'm a big fan. I'm great. I'm very grateful. Um, all right. And last week, things that happened, I planned out the month of October I went really deep and cutthroat into the rest of the year. What do I want to really focus on the rest of the year and narrowed that down? I've been coaching like crazy, which has been really fun. I'm really proud of my clients right now. They're doing such good work. And then I'm very focused on 2024 right now, which is insane. I can't, like, I know I'm planning ahead, like way ahead, but for me at least, some of you were like, I planned 2024 in February. That is not me, but I am thinking about like, what is next year going to look like? What do I want the business to look like moving forward? And I'm just like amazed by that, both that we're at the time of year where that's necessary and that my personality let me do that. And it's wild. 
and then I'm feeling vulnerable about uh, doing an interview tomorrow on one of my Enneagram Heroes podcasts. I feel like she has very specific things that she and I had drinks, gosh, back in July, and we have this like long conversation and talked about kind of the good and bad of the Enneagram right now, and that's what we're talking about on her podcast. And I was like, I feel like I said something in that conversation she wants me to get to, and I don't remember what I said, <laughs> so I'm nervous. And I feel a little vulnerable, you know, to kind of talk to one of the OGs of the Enneagram and potentially, like, disagree with her, you know, which is safe. That's totally fine. I typically agree with her, so I don't think that would be a problem. All of that to say, I'm nervous, but I am proud of listening to what my energy needs and kind of choosing high energy days and low energy days, kind of realizing how in tune I am with myself was really cool. I feel really proud of that. And then the core values for the month of October that I chose were comfortable, prioritization or priorities, and then simplicity. So how am I going to live into that this week? I'm going to be comfortable by planning out a full itinerary of our upcoming trip, not in like a, what we're going to do hour by hour, but just having it written out. I have a notion template for travel that has, lets me put my whole schedule in and it's so comforting just to see it laid out like that. So that's what I'm going to do. And then my priorities, uh, I want to work ahead this week so that I can be really present on that trip. And then simplicity, I have options for what the end of the year looks like. And I really want to choose the path of most simplicity for that. So being really, again, cutthroat with how I end the year. And in terms of my self-care challenge, I try to do a self-care challenge every week. Last time we talked about this, I was going to take one morning to write. And I did take one morning off, but I did not write. So, want want. Now this week, I'm working ahead to take pressure off of the trip so that there's not so much that I'm going to have to do while we're gone and like creative energy that's going to have to be put out. And what's coming up in terms of content this week? On Tuesday, we're continuing our series about the inner child and soul child access with type 7. Wednesday, we're doing a weekly Q&A. Thursday, it's Notes from Therapy. And Friday, a podcast interview with Dr. Lauren Cook, author of Generation Anxiety. So this week is an invitation to listen to your energy levels and adjust accordingly. And the quote we'll end today with is from Nathan W. Morris, edit your life frequently and ruthlessly. It's your masterpiece after all. All right, friends, thank you so much for being here and I will see you tomorrow for the next one. Bye.